welcome to the Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. Let's open with a moment of silent reflection. Mr. Andy Prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Good afternoon. Um, I'm Kirkland. I'm a sexaholic. Hey, Kirkland. And this is for the recording. Oh, I, th- I'm, my name's Mark. I'm a sexaholic. Um, For those of you who weren't here this morning, welcome. Um, For those of you who are, yay, let's continue to recover from shame. Um, What we did this morning was a little bit of talking about the structure of the shame inventory. um, And this afternoon, what Mark's going to go into are the spiritual foundations of the shame inventory. So where is the shame inventory? um, Where is it sourced? From where is it sourced in our literature? Um, for me, those of you who are here this morning heard me say, I came upon the shame inventory, um, happened upon a recording from uh, SA International Convention a few years ago, and began working one, had done two or three rows all the way across, and and just felt an extraordinary amount of of shame lift and leave, and then went to my sponsor, and um, since then, she and I have worked through the inventory because this is, um, we had done, I had done plenty of fourth-step work, but just had never been able to unhook my shame. And what was then exciting for me was to listen to other recordings about where, and see where this is sourced in our literature because I'm, um, I'm very much in love with our conference-approved literature and um, and like to tie all my stuff work back to that where at all possible. And so I'm going to turn it over to Mark. Um, this has helped me in uh, all the other uh, sessions that, that I've done, um, starting off with the gratitude. Um, and uh, I'd like to do that uh, this this time. Uh, that's really where, where I'm at in my uh, step work is uh, practicing and, and working on uh, gratitude a whole lot more. And uh, each and every single one of you uh, coming in here, um, your uh, your faces um, smiling, um, sitting down after a good uh, meal. You know, um, I, I'm very uh, grateful that that all of you are, are here. Um, it really does uh, give me encouragement because um, my disease would would have me uh, at home in Michigan, um, uh, full of self pity and 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 doubt. Uh, but um, I trust my higher power, and my higher power uh, would like for me to be here and uh, uh, be here uh, talking to you guys. My higher power really, really does uh, love me and, and care for me and uh, desire uh, desire me to uh, to be here to uh, to connect with you guys. 
Um, Nashville um, is still um, hugely in, in my heart. I'm grateful uh, to have been able to come back and see some of my uh, friends that are um, still uh, trudging the, the road of happy destiny. And, and uh, they really tru- truly are uh, happy in, in their journey. Um, so I get to talk a little bit more about my uh, journey uh, with uh, shame. Um, by show of hands, how many uh, people weren't here uh, this morning, uh, just so that I know how much um, of the earlier material I might want to cover. Okay. All right, that, that gives me gives me some idea, and we'll we'll see uh, what my higher power uh, directs me to, to do as a result. So let's uh, dig into uh, some of the uh, literature that, that we have and, and some of the basis uh, for for all this. I shared in, in my story uh, this morning that uh, that the beginning inspiration uh, for all of this uh, was uh, in the big book um, on page uh, sixty six, and so I'll open up uh, to that right now. Um, what it was is um, a uh, leader uh, was uh, sharing their fourth step and sharing their um, uh, their experience um, with the uh, fourth step, and they were going line by line uh, reading uh, from it, and they uh, read uh, middle of the partial paragraph on the top of 66. The usual outcome was that people continued uh, to wrong us. You know, they're, uh, they're talking about resentment, you know, that um, – you know, the problem was that people kept on wronging us and, and we uh, kept on uh, staying um, sore at them. Um, but then uh, then there was this uh, key weird phrase that was just all of a sudden thrown in there. Sometimes it was remorse, um, uh, remorse meaning it, uh, it was not resentment towards other people. It was uh, remorse uh, towards ourselves, you know, uh, inward at our at ourselves. And then we were sore, uh, sore at ourselves. Um, so uh, the uh, speaker stopped and he said, well, I suppose uh, we uh, one uh, ought to be able to do a shame inventory um, uh, here if uh, shame is their their problem. And boy, that was an explosive idea in my head. Shame inventory? Where's the shame inventory? So I went to my sponsor. Where's the shame inventory uh, that, that I can do? And he said it doesn't exist. You know, um, he, and he he reminded me of the um, uh, the uh, the back of uh, our, our literature. That's my way. Um, of the uh, vision for you, and he immediately uh, um, pointed out uh, in the vision, we realize we uh, we know only a little, meaning uh, he didn't know. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do uh, each day uh, for the man who is uh, still sick. The answers will will come if your own house is in order. So, you know, that first told me, oh, well, I got to be uh, getting on my uh, morning meditation. Um, but uh, beyond that, uh, the, the key uh, was uh, that God would disclose uh, more. And, and God most uh, certainly did uh, disclose uh, more. And, uh, and I shared uh, the story of, uh, of how that happened and the inspiration uh, that, I, that I received. But uh, it was only later on that I uh, started reading through the uh, literature and I started um, uh, asking myself, you know, um, and I kept on finding little uh, snippets uh, within our literature that says, oh, that's part of the uh, shame inventory. Oh, that uh, reference that. And so I've got a bunch of uh, different things to share with you uh, in regards uh, to that. So um, white book, um, page 203. Uh, we, we read this at, at a lot of our meetings. It's the problem. And it starts off um, in the very first paragraph. The entire paragraph uh, just uh, screamed at me uh, at a meeting uh, soon after the shame inventory. Many of us felt inadequate. Yep, check. <laughs> Unworthy. 
Check. Alone. Check. Afraid. Check. Okay, that's the description of, you know, um, my shame all the time. Our insides never match what we saw on the outsides of others. All of you guys were great, um, you know, um, you know, fantastic, wonderful uh, people. But inside, uh, what, what my insights have said is that I was completely and utterly not in the same league uh, as the rest of the world. Even uh, even fellow uh, people in the FA, you guys were way up here. I was way, way, way down here. And, you know, I couldn't wait to get out of, out of meetings because I didn't belong there. Um, I wasn't worthy to, to be in your presence. That's what the shame scream, screamed at me. That was my problem. That was my disease. Um, so down in the fourth paragraph, it says, this produced guilt, self-hatred, remorse, emptiness, and, and pain. And we were uh, driven ever inward. You know, shame begot uh, more uh, shame. I, I was driven more and more uh, inwards, um, away from reality. I was convinced that shame uh, was a reality and that, that that I was telling the truth about myself. But, uh, but you know, right here, I was driving myself away from reality. The more I shamed myself, the, the less uh, uh, truth I was ever uh, seeking and finding. Away from love, most certainly, you know, all, all I had was uh, hate for myself and, uh, you know, um, distancing myself from everyone else. That's the opposite of, of love and lost inside ourselves. Man, the uh, fantasies and the thoughts uh, that were going on inside my head were, were a deep well and, um, and a very, very dark uh, spot. And then a fantasy corrupted the real lust, a killed love. Okay. Uh, first addicts, then love cripples. I didn't uh, identify myself as a love cripple in the beginning. You know, I thought I didn't have a problem uh, with, with love. I thought I had a co uh, connection uh, with people. But it, as I uh, got more and more into the reality of what the shame was uh, doing, I, I realized, oh, my gosh, I, I have no idea how to love myself. I have no idea how to love other people. Um, and I certainly don't know how to love God. You know, and so all the, the key ingredients of love were completely and utterly um, gone from me. Uh, uh, we, we took from others, so I, I was stealing from, from the world um, all those uh, those acts of lust uh, to fill up what was lacking in ourselves. Boy, I really identified uh, with the, the problem uh, uh, that we had in there. Well, you know, what am I going to do? Um, you know, I, I need to find uh, some type of uh, solution. Um, and it wasn't uh, much longer after this uh, that I was reading the 12 and 12 because I'm like, okay, this shame stuff is really uh, cool. You know, I, I'm, I'm starting to, to get it. You know, I, I'm starting to work the shame inventory. Um, I'm starting to find a relief uh, in it. And it, um, I read uh, the entire uh, fourth step in the 12 and 12. Okay. And in there, it has a really uh, key distinction. Um, and uh, it is on page 45 of the uh, 12 and 12. It talks about that there are two uh, different types of um, of addicts, uh, two different types of people that approached uh, the, uh, the four step. You know, I, I thought, you know, I was unique and I was uh, different and I wasn't like anybody else when all of a sudden I saw myself completely uh, described here in the first of the uh, two descriptions. The first description was if temperamentally we are on the depressive side, okay, my, my hand goes up, we are apt to be uh, swamped with uh, guilt and self-loathing. We wallow in this messy bog, often getting a misshapen and painful pleasure out of it. As we morbidly pursue this melancholy activity, we may sink to such a point of despair that nothing but oblivion looks possible as a solution. Here, of course, we have lost all perspective and therefore all genuine humility. For this is pride in reverse. And I, the more I was describing to people shame, 
Uh, they kept on saying that phrase. Well, this is just pride in reverse. And I didn't know what they uh, they meant uh, by this. I didn't even know that it had a, a source, you know, and that it wasn't in our literature. And th- there it is, you know, um, in, in a paragraph that perfectly describes what it is uh, like me as a shame addict uh, trying to approach the, the fourth step. Um, this is not a moral inventory at all. It is the very process by which the depressive has so often been led to the bottle and extinction. Um, my very first attempt at the fourth step, and I don't recommend this at all, so hopefully nobody's taking notes um, as, you know, um, this being a, a great idea. I, I, I did not have a sponsor whatsoever, and I um, was uh, diligently trying to work the uh, uh, fourth step as I thought I understood it, and I wrote a 23-page typed um, single-space uh, description of how horrible a human being I, I was. And um, it talks about in here um, uh, that we had a um, uh, we wallow in this messy blog, often getting a misshapen and painful pleasure out of it. I had such fun sharing uh, this uh, fourth step uh, with people, sending it off by email, uh, telling uh, different people, here, read this. This is my monument to how horrible a person I, I, I was. And I carried this around for years and had all kinds of different copies of it all over the place. When I finally got a sponsor in this uh, program um, and um, we got to the fourth step and I began to describe, oh, I got the fourth step all taken care of. I've got this 23 uh, page and, and I got two sentences into describing this. And he said, yeah, burn it, um, get rid of it, um, you know, destroy all copies of it uh, that you have whatsoever. You just have too perverse uh, pleasure out of, out of, you know, this 23 pages of Shame uh, that, that you've uh, put it everywhere because it was my a monument. It, I had great pride, a uh, great ego in um, in how uh, thick um, and detailed I was able to, uh, to be about all the horrible things that I'd, I'd done in my life. I thought that that's what a true fourth step was. It has nothing to do with that whatsoever. Um, it, it is a simple um, inventory of what, what has uh, gone on. Um, it it uh, catalogs uh, things um, and... and it even takes the judgment out of it and just uh, and just has uh, facts uh, where uh, you can begin uh, to find this humility that is uh, talked about. Um, and it's talked about a great deal um, if you want to spend a lot of time in uh, the 12 and 12 in the uh, seventh step. Um, uh, you know, uh, we have to uh, do the seventh step humbly. And if you look in it, there's this long, and I don't have time to, to read it and, and go through it, uh, description about humility and what humility really is. If you want to uh, boil it all down uh, for, for yourself, what that whole um, seventh step is about, is that you're seeking truth. Okay? Shame is not truth. Um, it is just uh, one blatant lie after another that you think is true. You know, you think that you're, you're an awful uh, person. You, uh, you think that uh, this uh, shame uh, defines uh, who you are. It's uh, far from the truth. It is one big, fat, huge lie. There, there is no, uh, no truth in, in your shame. Um, it, you know, it warrants a, a quick a reminder of what uh, the purest uh, definition of shame is, and that uh, is that um, I am whatever uh, negative thing uh, followed after that. And I, I had a little bit of difficulty with that for a while. I'm like, well, but... Every meeting, I start off with, I'm a sexaholic, you know? Mm-hmm. A sexaholic is, is a huge uh, negative uh, thing. Uh, and I'm like, well, wait a whole second. Maybe it's not a negative mm-hmm. thing. Uh, maybe, there's some, uh, maybe there's some benefit and there, there's some power uh, in it. 
And I'm here to say, I can uh, truthfully say I'm a, a sexaholic and f- uh, find a wonderful um, uh, aspect of, of being that because uh, my sexaholism uh, is my driving tool uh, to drive me back uh, to uh, my higher power. If I did not have uh, uh, sexaholism, I would have no need for God whatsoever and I would be miserable uh, as a result. Sexaholism forces me, whether or not I uh, want to, um, uh, back, back to God. You know, I can eat, I can uh, connect with uh, God for one of two reasons. You know, out of uh, pure uh, pain that I've ha- had it uh, enough. You know, um, and, and that's the stick version of our connection with God. I'm, I must uh, uh, connect with uh, God, or I can uh, do it out of the carrot uh, uh, reason, where I remember um, in the past how much uh, that uh, experience with God was a, a positive and wonderful experience. They've always been uh, been that way. And, you know, that's a much easier way, way to go. But it doesn't matter, you know, um, it, do, it doesn't matter what my choices are. I'm going to be uh, led back to God uh, through my sexaholism one way or another. You know, I'm either going to be forced uh, through through uh, the sheer agony uh, of my uh, pain, uh, of my disease, um, or uh, through uh, carrot. That's why I don't worry uh, too much if a uh, sponsee uh, falls off the uh, uh, the planet. One of two things is going to happen. You know, um, you know. Well, three things actually. You know, they're going to die, um, or uh, their their pain is going to lead them uh, right back to, uh, to God, um, or uh, they're going to remember the joy that they they did have um, in connecting with God and have a desire to uh, to connect back with God. Whew. All right. So another uh, key uh, thing that um, that I found early in the beginning, because there was the dilemma, how do you uh, do the uh, shame inventory? Um, to, because the uh, tradition um, uh, with my sponsors always work down, you know, uh, work, work an entire column, you know, uh, find all the shame events that you can uh, you can have, and um, and that really does uh, work for um, resentment uh, inventories, uh, fear inventories doesn't work for the shame inventory. I tried to follow my sponsor's uh, guidance, find all the uh, shame events, and I was immediately stuck, you know, swamped in this huge uh, shame, um, you know, hurricane, you know, inside my head, you know, uh, as I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, God. Oh, you know, and I I just uh, got got more and more bogged, bogged down. And, and I, but I felt guilty also because I wasn't following my uh, sponsor's uh, instructions, you know, to go go down and and, and go across. When uh, in the white book, page one hundred nine, um, in, in the middle of the second paragraph, huh? Um, it says, uh, "No, uh, no one has ever taken the perfect or complete uh, fourth. Many have found great value in uh, doing it again in later uh, stages of growth and awareness." A well-organized or well-written inventory uh, may be no true inventory at all. The fourth um, is the uh, person, and in the emotional area, people are not computers. They're not, uh, they're not ro- robots. Human emotions don't travel in straight lines. They zigzag all, all over. It is not uh, necessary to slavishly follow a, someone else's outline format or procedure. Ha, all right, I, I've got permission, and, and so and so I, I went off and I um, started trying uh, to do it uh, all the way across. And boy, that that was such a difference uh, and such a relief for me to be able to catch a breath and just uh, find relief somewhere. You know, I I may have this mountain of shame over here, but this one little boulder here 
I, I find a relief on, on this uh, one boulder, and I, I can set that aside. I can even imagine that it's uh, disappeared altogether, all and I can, I'll go and uh, tackle something else. At least that's one chunk uh, that's no longer there. Um, and, and usually, um, a shame has tentacles out um, all over the place. I, I take uh, care of one, one shame, and immediately a, a bunch of other uh, shames uh, that are all connected with it, they lose their power as well. You know, and uh, and so when I originally thought, you know, I'm going to have eight, nine hundred uh, shame events, no problem. Um, my first uh, go around, I, I could get somewhere in the 80s, you know, like 86, and I couldn't come up with that anymore. And you know, my sponsor said, "All right, I, I guess it's time to, to move on." You know, and since then, I, I came uh, come up with uh, new ones. You know, eighteen twenty um, or so more uh, since then. You know, new events that, that have occurred over the years. Um, my latest uh, go around um, uh, in, in the steps. I, I'm up to six um, shame events uh, that I can come up with. Brand a brand new one uh, from last night, uh, which I shared earlier this this morning. Um, and who knows what. Uh, what God has in store and how many uh, more might show up. Um, the ego is uh, is what is against us, um, not uh, um, not us against us. Um, I don't have that in any of the, the literature, uh, but that was just a, a part of a conversation uh, my sponsor and I uh, had, and he he said, "Oh, Mark, you, you got to make sure that you say that uh, uh, tomorrow," um, because. You know, there, there's so so many times that my uh, shame believed that my ego was was me. You know, um, that that was the, uh, the definition. And, and the ego um, is this uh, fragile. Um, you know, uh, some people talk about the inner child. We we kind of uh, talk back and forth uh, together. We kind of feel like you know it is um, part of the uh, inner child. It, uh, it's it's a part within us uh, that is uh, less mature um, uh, than than who we really are. So, you know, don't get caught up uh, that your ego is is you. Um, your ego wants you dead. You know, my my ego, um, you know, uh, wanted me uh, to commit suicide, you know, uh, 10, 15 years ago. Um, you know, that's that's what it's a solution. It um, constantly demands and th- uh, thrives for uh, destruction uh, of myself. You know, th- uh, the ego cannot think about uh, anything else. It, it takes a different part of my uh, brain. Um, you know, a, a higher, a more mature uh, part of it to say, you know what? Um, I remember a times where I connected, I did service uh, for other people, or I connected it to God, and that was so much uh, better an experience than when I was uh, demanding me, 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 um, all the time that my ego constantly uh, demanded. And and um, shame is nothing more than another manifestation uh, of the. Ego, you know, we read uh, that it's pride in reverse. It's the other side of the coin of, of ego, and I thought it was the opposite of uh, being egotistical, you know, uh, type of thing. But but it's uh, still all me centered, you know. It's uh, still uh, saying, you know, I don't deserve to be in, in your presence. I declare um, that I don't get to uh, to be in, in connection with the rest of you. It's uh, it's a selfish desire to uh, withdraw um, and such. It is still part of that uh that ego um so um so that that is the opposition that is the the enemy um it is not me you know um and the uh the truth is not my my shame um and uh and the ego does not speak a uh, truth um if i want to know no truth you know i need to go to my higher power my higher power know, knows the truth and so when i work uh the shame inventory 
That's why God is a central aspect of this, because God knows the truth. My head is full of strange, weird uh, thoughts of, about myself and will distort the truth of who I am. But, but God will, will tell me the, uh, the truth. All right. So um, going, uh, going straight into the uh, shame inventory. Um, for, for those, anybody uh, need a copy of the inventory? We've got tons of copies here. She'll, she'll pass, pass them out. If you notice the first three columns, um, anybody that has tried to work the um, uh, resentment inventory from the the big book uh, will will notice immediately um, the, the beginning of the same uh, chart uh, in there. Uh, it's, it, it's the resentment inventory uh, that's on page uh, 65. You know um, uh, the the event. You know what is a shame event? Uh, what's the cause and effect? Mine. Okay. There's no great um, mystery as to where those three columns came from. You know, it's it's right there from from the resentment inventory. And what gives me the authority and the the authorization to have this as um, as the first of three? What's well, the next page? You know, sometimes it was remorse. You know, it's resentment uh, towards our, ourselves uh, that that is a shame. You know, um, and uh, and so uh, we were then sore at ourselves, and so. Uh, the the other aspect of it um, is uh, that the fear based. You know, shame is half a fear, half um, half a resentment uh, towards our, towards ourselves. Um, the next column uh, does this uh, shame help me uh, carry out my higher powers a will for me? Interesting thing shows up in uh, the twelve and twelve. Where did I put put it? Twelve and twelve on page thirty two. By, by the way, you know, when I uh, describe um, this, you know, does my uh, shame help me uh, carry out my higher power's will for me? If anybody has the desire to say yes, then um, then you have a, um, a step two a problem going on. You have a step two crisis because your higher uh, power uh, wants you dead. Um, <laughs> so um, here... Um, in the middle of paragraph, uh, there, there's a wonderful um, summary of, of step two. It, um, it says, um, this answer, um, which is the, the riddle about uh, second step, this answer has to do with the uh, quality of faith rather than its quantity. Okay. Um, in other words, um, the, uh, the quality here is that uh, I have faith that my higher power doesn't uh, want me uh, dead and doesn't want me um, to, to carry this uh, shame uh, on. And, and this is not, uh, you know, it is a huge uh, deal, but it's not that, that difficult. In my mind, I always build up uh, faith in, in a higher power as having uh, to have the superhuman uh, means and mechanism. And, and I love our literature where, um, especially around step two, that it really tries to simplify our relationship uh, with God. It, it is not a complex. The, uh, what it's asking for is that we have the quality of, of faith to believe that he doesn't want us dead. Okay, and, and that's the reality. That's all it's asking uh, us to do. This has been our blind spot. This is what's uh, kept us uh, stuck on, on this uh, step uh, two: is that we thought that you know it had to be this uh, uh, super amazing uh, set of faith, and it's not that. We supposed we had humility. I was convinced I I was humble uh, through all this shame, but uh, but I was lying to myself. 
Um, none, of, none of that shame was humility whatsoever. I didn't know what humility. The real definition of humility is truth. You know, that, uh, uh, that I am willing to hear what God has to say uh, about me, not what I believe uh, about me. Okay? Um, uh, humility, I thought, was uh, something that I generated inside myself. Uh, humility has to be gained uh, from a higher power, from an outside uh, source. It is not uh, something that can, I, I mean, we have to agree to it. Um, you know, the, uh, um, my analogy uh, last night about uh, being the, uh, the co-pilot uh, uh, driver, you know, sitting in the um, passenger uh, side of the, the front seat of the car, I've got to be there to tell my higher power uh, uh, that he's allowed to, to drive the vehicle. You know, um, you know that's uh, that's a key action uh, in, in the humility. Uh, but actually generating that, that humility, I don't have the capability of, of doing that. I only have the capability of destroying uh, myself. Okay, you know the, the re- uh, rest of it. I just need to uh, give him enough faith to take over the keys uh, to be the, the driver, um, and and then he uh, gets uh, gets to take over. And that's where I was blind um, all those years. I thought that I had to do it, do it all. I had to figure it out, and uh, that I needed to do the, the magic steps uh, to make it happen. Um, the next column, it says, what does my higher power want me to be instead of carrying this uh, shame? Well, I, again, I, I guess I spent a lot of time going back to the 12 and 12. It's good stuff in, in here. All right, uh, page 59 on, on the 12, 12 and 12. Uh, first full paragraph uh, there. Hence, it was most evident uh, that a solitary self-appraisal and the admission of our uh, defects uh, was uh, uh, defects based upon that alone wouldn't be nearly enough. Gosh, I wanted uh, my fifth step just—I uh, mean, my fourth step—to just be uh, with myself. I did not want to share it with another person, and certainly didn't want to share it with, with God. You know, and so you know that's what it's talking about. We had hoped uh, that's what was required of us. Uh, we'd have uh, to have outside help if we were uh, surely to know and admit the truth about ourselves. So if we're going to get uh, to, to that truth, we are not going to find the truth uh, inside ourselves. That uh, truth needs to come from, from the outside. Um, this column, what does my higher power want me to be instead of having this uh, shame? We're asking our higher power to tell us uh, what he wants us uh, to be. Yeah, um, this is not us um, declaring, well, I think my higher power wants me to, uh, to be this. We, we've got to actually pause and pray and, and by whatever means uh, possible, try, try and find out from our higher power what he uh, uh, thinks is the, um, of what he wants us uh, to, to do instead. And it says um, later on in that paragraph, only uh, by being willing to take the advice and accepting uh, direction could we uh, set a foot on the road uh, to uh, straight thinking, solid honesty, and genuine humility? So the only way to uh, gain a humility um, is outside of yourself. Um, you cannot gain a humility within yourself. This, this column requires you, you know, uh, to pray and uh, and ask God for for help. Okay. Um, the next uh, step: Am I willing to become uh, what my higher power wants me to be? Step six. It, it, I'm sorry. It was just a uh, cheap, um, you know. Uh, you know, a, steal, a stealing of uh, step six right there uh, because we were entirely ready to have our uh, defects of uh, character removed. Okay. We're, um, are we uh, willing to, to be? And I used to think that um, step uh, six was um, just a negative um, a, a step, meaning take away um, the, those uh, defects. Uh, but the only um, uh, that creates a vacuum. 
And uh, in um, for me, creating a vacuum and just taking a defects away allows other defects to just uh, zoom uh, zoom right in. Um, what works for for me, working step uh, six, um, especially shame based, is what does um, God want me to be instead? What what does He want me to to fill um, that hole uh, that He's going to be removing uh, that defect from? And, and those are usually being things, and that they're usually uh, single words. So um, those are things like trusting, um, honesty, um, um, you know, things things along those lines. Okay. Um, I already uh, talked about before that uh, the seventh column is just an opportunity uh, to uh, prepare for step eight, you know, just like a, um, you know, a little place, you know, well, here, here are some harms, you know, yes, 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 uh, type of thing. And then uh, what is um, the prayer? Uh, well, that's all uh, step seven. And I, I told you, you know, um, I started to try and find just a couple of things uh, within step seven uh, to to pull out. And all I can do is highlight the whole uh, chapter seven uh, in here. Um, I, I'm just pulling out, for example, 73. So it is uh, that we first uh, see humility as a necessity. I mean, it's just it, it's a lesson on humility, uh, uh, left and, and right. And uh, in the previous things that I read to you guys, humility is you know the, the key here um, to, to the recovery uh, from from shame. All right. Um, uh, the white book, page 73. This is shame in, in a uh, nutshell here. There's a, um, uh, there's a, what do you call it, a tell-sized uh, quote here. I wanted to stay in charge. Okay. I didn't think that that uh, was what shame was really about, but it is exactly what, what it is about. I wanted to stay in charge. I wanted to, um, my way to control the entire universe was uh, to shame myself enough to keep an isolation and a barrier uh, from the rest of the world so, uh, so that, um, you know, I could be in charge uh, within my own a little uh, isolated kingdom. I wanted to stay in charge. That is uh, why uh, God and healing could never get to me. You know, that wall was just too big and too strong uh, that I uh, created with, uh, with shame. And I, and I never saw that. I never, ever saw that, you know, until I started getting recovery from shame, that it uh, is an isolation and that it is a problem. I, I really, truly, honestly thought that, that shame was, was a healthy, positive uh, thing, and, you know, and it's not. Um, big book, uh, page 87, uh, at the very end, last paragraph, as we go through the day, we pause. Um, I haven't paused a lot uh, during, during this hour. <laughs> As we go through the day, uh, we pause when uh, agitated or, or doubtful and ask for the right thought or action. We constantly remind ourselves we are no longer uh, running the show, humbly saying to ourselves many times uh, each day, thy will be done. Okay. Now, I think that that's uh, probably the most critical uh, piece. Um, in, I, I talked about uh, earlier this morning when you do, uh, do this uh, prayer, if you're going to use the, the prayer that's uh, suggested here, Stop at every single comma and every single period and, and have a pause. Um, and and uh, the reason for that is you give uh, God an opportunity uh, to come in and speak. If I just read this real quick and go through the whole thing, I can check off the checkbox that I uh, prayed the, a prayer, but I gave God absolutely no opportunity to come in and testify that any of that uh, stuff that I just read off is true. So 
I know, uh, again, I, uh, you know, I talked a, a lot and talked to real quickly uh, through this, um, you know, just trying to get it out there and you know, get it recorded before I um, had to zoom off to, to Michigan. But uh, please uh, take uh, pauses in, in, in your life. You know, take, take time um, for the, the meditation, uh, just sitting and contemplating. You don't need to have something in your ears uh, 24-7, uh, you know, as you're uh, going to bed uh, in the morning. Uh, give some uh, time for, for God to, to speak. God um, has a whole a lot of things uh, to say and, and speak uh, uh, to you. My experience is that my higher power has just nothing but uh, loving uh, thoughts and encouragement um, and, and growth uh, to share with me. Um, it has no desire to shame me and say, oh, you screwed up uh, there, um, son, you know, type, type of thing. Yeah, he, he doesn't have any time for that. Um, he, he's waiting uh, desperately for those times that I slow down and, and pause so that he can just say, hey, I just wanted to tell you I, I love you. You know, I, I care about you, and, and I don't want you to struggle. I don't want you to hurt. I don't, I don't want you to carry all, all this shame. And, uh, and I'm grateful for, for a higher power that, uh, that can speak that, that kind of love. What am I missing? Um, I just want to thank Mark so much for doing this and for taking us through the literature. Um, those of you who want copies, I'll just give you a couple. The only thing you're oh, missing is absolutely. I'll give you some details. Yeah. Um, I'll give you some 411. Um, if you want copies of um, recordings, previous recordings, convention recordings, if you want copies of this inventory, Mark's going to put it out on this site, which is www.tinyurl.com forward slash shame recovery. Um, Mark's email is up here, mark.0325 at yahoo.com. I'm very grateful that he had given that on a previous convention recording. That's how we were able to reach out to him and ask him to come down. Um, and also, this is the link to the Daily Reprieve podcast where there are recordings of um, of these previous shame inventories from um, uh, from previous conventions. What's unique about this tiny URL address is that when Mark and um, his sponsor really started, it's interesting, I really clearly, God has become a friend. I was about to say, I started working with God to do this. Um, but, but really, when God really gave them this and they started putting this on paper, they took a couple of things that have been neat for me to read. One is that section on the spiritual basis of addiction in the white book where it talks about resentment, how resentment becomes a drug and we reuse it and reuse it. Mark was able to see that that is the same as shame, uh, that shame does the same thing for him. And so on um, through this URL, the the pages, and I have a few copies up here, the shame addiction cycle is written out and, and is published up there. Um, a surefire sign for shame for me today is if I'm doing what Mark wrote here, which is I'm playing my guilt out in court over and over again. And I'll see a scene in my head and just think I'm the worst person in the world. And, this, and, and until I, I use a couple of these tools that have sort of become like heuristics for me um, from this inventory. I can't, uh, I can't unhook that shame because I'm using it as a drug. Um, and so that's what's really useful about that, that for me is that 
um, God's the solution, but I'm, I, I'll use this as a drug just to wall myself off, and eventually it'll lead back to the middle obsession to lust for me. And, and then the last uh, thing that we have, a uh, few uh, copies of, but you can also find at, at that top uh, URL, uh, is the original um, uh, submission. Uh, that This is the actual um, uh, file that I uh, submitted uh, to uh, the essay uh, back in 2011 about the uh, shame inventory and describes, you know, a lot of the, the things that I said either this morning or, or this afternoon. All right. I want to thank everybody for coming, and um, let's close with the serenity prayer. God, ground in serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Have a great afternoon. Thanks, everybody. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.